Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Billy Epperhart, and on this show, you're going to hear from industry leaders in business, real estate, and investing. Our Wealth Builder coaches and myself are excited to teach you how to make sense of making money for making a difference. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Karen Conrad Metcalf, and I am so excited about today's podcast because I've got one of our favorite guests on, Mr. Colin Carr. Colin, do you want to greet everybody? How's it going, everyone? It's good to see you. Wow, we're just so grateful to have Colin not only on this podcast, but he's one of the speakers at our upcoming business and nonprofit workshop. And one of the things, there's so many things about Colin that I learn from every time I talk to him. But one of the things, Colin, you are such a deep well, and you are so focused on staying grounded in the word of God, and you really have seen incredible success. So Colin is not only just a strong, strong leader in the Lord of his family, his business, an amazing husband, but also he's been able to really navigate through a lot of situations and be incredibly successful in business. So we're excited to hear from you, Colin. And oh, by the way, before we get going, if you all are interested in attending, I've got a great code for you to use. It's WB200 and you can get $200 off your ticket and go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. But let's dive right in. Colin, um, there's so many interesting things that are happening right now and you're in the real estate market and uh, one of the things I think that is helpful for you to share on because you have done such a great job with this is when you've gone through market cycles, you've gone through challenges, you've seen a lot of ups and downs. What can you share with us that's going to encourage people like, hey, this is how you thrive in any market. And we even talked a little bit about endurance and perseverance. Can you help us with that? Yeah, I would love to. So, you know, Karen, my my strongest uh, aspect or dynamic or, or, or pro or whatever, however you want to describe it, um, is going to be my focus on the Lord always. Like I, I would say if you wanted to get, you know, are, are you more technical? Are you more spiritual? Um, I, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I, I'm going to focus my dominant perspective and my thoughts on the spiritual side. And then I'm going to use, you know, great business principles. And I'm going to use things that I've, that I've learned that are tried and true. There's no question that there's, there's business loss as well. But for me personally, it, it's gotta be, it's gotta be grounded and founded in relationship with God. So, um, I don't care if the market's up or down. Like I care about my relationship with the Lord. And and we talked about that a few minutes ago before we jumped on. But you know, my my life scripture, one of my life scriptures is Matthew 6, 33, which is seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things are added to you. Like I take Jesus at his word in that one. What you're gonna eat, what you're gonna wear, where you're gonna live, the things that you need, your necessities, you you focus on relationship with God, he takes care of those things. Then I move over in into John and John 15 and 16, where he where Jesus talks about, you know, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you desire and it will be done for you. By this my father's glorified that you bear much fruit, so you'll be my disciples. So if I've got a need issue, that's coming out of Matthew 6, 33, seeking first the kingdom of God. If I have a going to the next level, a desire or or an aspiration, or I'm scaling or I'm building something, like for me, if I'm not abiding in the word, if I'm not abiding in Jesus, like that's the issue right there. Like 
like, there's a lamp right here in my background. Like if the light bulb's not turning out and I hit the switch, the light bulb might be out or it could just not be plugged into the wall. If I'm not abiding in the word for me personally, like I don't care how good the business principles are, I, it's not going to work for me personally. So like that that's that's my foundation. And you know, sometimes people say, well, give me the technical aspect of that. And I'm like, I, I don't have a technical aspect. I have like like Isaac sowed in a time of famine reaped a hundredfold. Like I don't think he had like a special gardening technique. I believe 100% it was because of his relationship with the Lord. I mean, Abraham didn't increase in all the livestock and all the the servants and all the different prosperity because I think he was more advanced in livestock or agricultural. It happened because of his relationship with the Lord. David didn't win his battles because he could wield the sword faster and stronger. It was because of his relationship with the Lord. And for me personally, I do believe in very specific business principles. Like if we were talking about raising capital, I'll tell you what to do and what not to do. And I do believe in the technicalities as well, but it's got to be built upon the foundation. That's why the scripture says, for no other foundation can anyone lay than that which has already been laid, which is Christ Jesus. And now if anyone builds on this foundation and it goes on, talks about with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and straw, um, et cetera. So I do believe in building with, with kingdom principles but you can't build on another foundation besides Jesus. And that means it's going to come out of personal relationship. So that's so good, Colin. And I, I think um, we, we hear that we've heard like abide in the Lord, but I'm not sure like you have, you have somehow practically really connected that, like, you know, the source of your success is going to start with abiding. So in that time, spending time with the Lord, staying connected um, can you just give us a little insight into, you know, is it is it being with the Lord and then you is part of it, you get ideas, you get direction. Is it more about just keeping your mind renewed? Like, how do you practically move your business forward through that foundation of abiding? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would say to, to marry the two. Um, like for me, my, my relationship with the Lord is found as I spend time in the word. Like when I read the word, if, if a scripture jumps out at me, like I'll, I'll speak that scripture out loud. I'll thank the Lord for that promise or for that covenant. Like when you read the old Testament, you know, uh, you know, God told Moses, he told Joshua, like the book of the law shall not depart from you in the new Testament. We're not under that same law. We're not under a bunch of those laws, it's still, he still has the standard of, you know, don't do certain things, but I mean, we're not under a standard of don't wear a mixed fabric garment today or things that were maybe given in the old Testament. So I, I translate that to, you know, this book of my promises or this book of my unconditional love towards you, this book of my new covenant that I place you in shall not depart from you. And you shall, you shall meditate in it morning, you know, morning and night. And so when I'm reading the word, when it was something that jumps out at me, I'll speak it. Like I'll start thanking the Lord for just how good he is. If I'm reading a scripture about how much God loves me or what he's done for me or, or how he sees me, like I'll speak it out loud. I'll thank him for it. Um, I'll meditate upon it. I'll, I'll, I'll speak it throughout the day. And, and that's how I'm abiding in the word. That's how I'm abiding in Jesus. And then when I get into specific things, like I've got some things in, in one of my businesses right now where I feel like the Lord has the next level or the next increase the next step for me. And so I start asking questions. I'll say, Lord, what are you saying in this area right here? And, and, you know, before I go past, I, I, I'm looking at what do the scriptures say? Like, is there a scripture that would relate to this concept here? So I've got, I've got an area right now where I think the Lord wants me to go to the next level. And I'm asking questions. I'm saying, Lord, you know, what do you want me to do here? 
And and for me, again, everyone speaks to the Lord differently. I've never heard an audible voice, um, but I do ask questions. And I, I just, I would relate that to, you know, if, if, if Jesus was on this podcast right now and all of a sudden a third box popped up and <laughs> the King of Kings <laughs> shows up, like, I think we would be asking him questions. I, I don't, I mean, I think we would ask him to speak or we'd ask him to share something. But if we wanted to know something, we would ask him a question. And you see that in the New Testament, like the disciples would walk up to him and be like, did you know that the Pharisees were offended? Or when is this going to happen? Or what did you mean when you said this? Like we would ask him things. And so as I'm reading the scriptures and as I'm praying about things, I'm asking the Lord, Lord, what are you saying in this area? Like, what can I be doing in this area to have a healthier culture in my company? Or should I be doing something differently or adding something for this specific idea so that we'd have better results or higher profitability? And I, I personally write stuff down. Like, I'll, I'll type it out on my computer and I'll say, should we do this new initiative? What are you saying about this idea? And, and I'll start praying about it. And I, I get a lot of I get a lot of direction in that. I'll start getting ideas. I'll start having thoughts. And then sometimes it's right away. Other times it's a few days later. Other times it might be literally weeks later. Um, but it starts to become a lot more clear to me what I should or shouldn't do. And I would tell you in the vast majority of scenarios when I'm asking the Lord questions, it becomes crystal clear to me either through counselors and mentors that I have, through my wife, um, through my family, or just through a, a very strong check or a very strong piece of my heart. I'll know what I'm supposed to do or not do you know, within a very short period of time when I start asking the Lord. And that's how he speaks to me personally on those topics. Wow, that's great. I really like how you are pulling in like very practical things. I think sometimes we've got this this bucket where we think God is out here and and he's not, you know, they're available for these day-to-day decisions. But what you just described, Colin, is that every aspect of your business, I mean, he's you go to him as your source. And I just don't think a lot of people are aware that's possible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll pray the word over my business too. Like I'll, I'll, the scripture says in James, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. I'll tell him, I'll say, Lord, I, I know for a fact, I'm not tapping into even a probably a fraction of the wisdom that you have for me in any area of my life, but specifically I'm looking for wisdom, Lord, and how to steward this part of my company or this investment um, better. You know, what are you saying here? I'll say, Lord, I have a desire to buy another, another rental property um, but I want to make sure it's in your timing. And, and I just pray that you would, you would make the desire stronger or you'd give me a strong check. And, you know, Lord, what do you think about this property over here? And I'll, I'll, I'll pray about it. And again, I don't hear audible voices and I've never seen uh, I've never seen a property address written in the clouds for me or something like that, but I'm asking him questions constantly. And again, that's, we, we have the Holy spirit living on the inside of us. And I think a lot of times me, me specifically as well, it's over spiritualized. Like, like we would say, Oh yeah, the Holy Spirit's on the inside of me. It's like, would you treat Jesus differently if he was in the room? And every single person here, if they're being honest, would say, yes, I would. Like I'd be talking to him. I'd be, I mean, it'd be, you'd be fully engaged. Well, it's the same thing. He just lives on the inside of you. And so I, I really don't believe the Lord is, is withholding wisdom or advice or guidance or direction or, or anything for us that would be beneficial or protect us or help us in any way. We're just not asking him. Like we're literally like, Everything we'd ever want to know is in the word of God or in our spirit. And we just have to tap into those things. Wow, that's awesome. So I really like that analogy you gave. If Jesus was right here, just showed up on our, you know, our Zoom, right? Or our podcast or in a meeting, 
he is that real present with us. And so I think, you know, one thing you've helped me to see is like, you just have to know, like see him there and connect with him. Uh, so that is so good, Colin. I think that's already helping so many people just to have that little shift in their thinking and their activation with the Lord, because he wants to help us. He wants to be in relationship. Um, one of the other questions I would love to ask you, and again, Colin is going to be speaking at our up and coming conference. Uh, I, I'm really excited about this. You, you all can probably tell it's a business and nonprofit really think this is key for us kind of moving into that next level for those of us that want to start a business or increase our business or nonprofit and to learn more, uh, go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events, use the code WB200 to save $200 on there. Um, the next thing, you know, I think Colin, when I look at you in April and just see you're so successful and it just brings so much joy to so many of us to see that. But there is times where maybe we're not experiencing it or people listening um, are just getting started. So are there any lessons that you can share, lessons learned that someone could take away and just say, wow, if I apply these, I might be able to get where God's uh, calling me to go faster and maybe with less stress or anxiety? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Building upon the foundation of, of relationship with the Lord, and I'll, I'll move past that or build on top of that as well. Um, you know, for me personally, the scriptures are, are really clear about, about us being diligent. I mean, the scripture says the hand of the diligent makes one rich. Um, you know, in 2 Corinthians 8, uh, you know, Paul says, as you abound in all things, and then he lists like faith, love, speech. He said, and he lists diligence, like we're supposed to be increasing in our diligence meaning we're supposed to be increasing in our effectiveness as we do things. So uh, I think there's times people are are maybe not seeing the success they're looking for. And the question is like, are you putting your hand to the plow and really getting after it? And I'm not talking about working like 20 hours a day or, you know, or sacrificing health or family or sleep. Like, but, but there's, there's times people are, are trying to like hope something into existence, but they're actually not putting their hand to something as well. So for me, it's, you know, do you have the information and the skill set to do what you want to do? If you don't, go and get it. Like there's times people say, well, I want to be a real estate investor. And yet they have no information on how to own real estate. It's like, well, you need to start by getting the information then because you can't be diligent until you understand how to do it. Like it's like that could be the pedals to the bicycle. You've got the bicycle. If there's no pedals on there, like you're going to have a hard time getting that crank to move. So the pedals of the bike might be the information. If you have the information, like there's also a time when you have to get out there and put your hand to the plow and and make it happen. And and you talk about this, Billy talks about this. The Lord wants us to be very effective in our work. Like He places Adam and Eve in a perfect environment, and yet still gave them something to do. Like we're we're supposed to be productive in our days. And so um, I, I think there's the the foundation of people are are not doing it in the Lord or with the Lord, or they're just asking the Lord to bless it. They're not, they're not fully yoked up. I oftentimes give an analogy. It's like a branch next to a tree. Like, oh yeah, the tree's right here. The branch isn't connected. If the branch isn't abiding in the tree, the, the vine has to be in the main, in, in the main tree itself. Otherwise you're fooling yourself. So there's the foundation of relationship with God. There's, do you have the information? If not, who can you go to get that to? Who can you counsel? Who can you mentor with? What information can you get? How can you study up on it? And then you actually just have to get out there and then make it happen and, and put your hand to it. And then I'll I'll bookend it on the other side. 
once you start doing something, you have the choice of what you're focused on. And that's the, that's the scriptures we're talking about in Hebrews, where it says, you know, therefore we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that sat before us. Meaning you're going to have to push through a bad day. You're going to have to push through a mundane season. Like you're going to have days or, or even a season, or I'm not, I'm not speaking this over anyone, but you might have months or, or you might have a year where it's not that exciting or it, maybe it's not working the way you want it to, but you've got to have endurance. You've got to have, you got to have faith over a prolonged period of time. And it says, let us run with endurance, the race that's up before us. Again, he wouldn't say you, you have to endure if you didn't need to. And every person that he's listed in the previous you know, chapter of faith, every one of those people had to persevere. They had adversity. They had challenges. They had, they had, some of them had entire kingdoms coming against them. Like, and it, he talks about how these guys went through some tough times and the difference between them being listed and the people that weren't listed or they didn't make it is these guys were willing to endure. They were willing to persevere. And then the next scripture starts with looking onto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He needs to be what we're focusing on when we start an endeavor and when we finish it, but he's also got to be who we're looking at as we are enduring. Like we, we've got to stay focused on Jesus. And so you, you can't look at, you can't stay focused or fixated on a problem and on Jesus at the same time. And I'm not talking about being um, oblivious to things or not recognizing reality. Like if you have a problem in your business, like you, you deal with it, like you don't ignore it, but you can't stay focused on that problem. You, you do what you can do to affect the situation or change it. But, but it's the Lord is the one who's going to bring the results. Like, you know, the horse is prepared for the day of battle. The, the, the owner of the horse has trained that horse, has prepared that horse, is riding the horse into battle. But the person who's trusting the Lord knows that victory comes from the Lord. Unless the watchman, stay, unless, unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So there's this element of like, we're putting our hand to the plow, we're being diligent, but the Lord's got to be part of every aspect. He's part of the beginning. He's part of the end. But he's also got to be part of the endurance and the perseverance as well. And you've got to keep your eyes focused on him. It doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what someone says about you or does against you or what tax laws in place that you, you get to play the cards that you're dealt. And again, if you can be savvy with it, be savvy with it. Okay. Be, be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. But at the end of the day, for me personally, I want my increase and my success coming from the Lord. Like I, I'm not going to take credit for it. I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I don't have good enough ideas. I'm not a good enough speaker. Like it's either going to come from my my worthiness or it's going to come from Jesus. And I find people in the beginning will focus on the Lord, or if they can see the finish line, they'll focus on the Lord. But a lot of times in the in the interim process, they take their eyes off Jesus. And I think that's that's a big key is is he's got to be the focus, especially if you have trials or tribulations or adversity. You got to ask yourself the question: Are you are you talking more about the problems or about Jesus's promises? Are your are your eyes on Jesus and what He says is true, or are your eyes on the problem? And if you start looking at that objectively, you'll notice real quickly, you know, where your focus is. And if your eyes and focus are on Jesus, it will change your circumstances very quickly, in my opinion. That is so good. You know, I was in a conversation um, with Billy and Becky uh, one time just a few months ago, and there was something that came up in one of the businesses, and it was a challenge. You know, just like what you were talking about. And he looked at me, he's, I love how he just gives us advice. And he's like, you know what, this is, this is why some people 
succeed and see what God's put in their heart come to pass and why some don't. Because when you hit problems or like you're describing adversity, um, you know, if, if you quit, you're not going to press through them. But also the word of God tells us that the Lord's purposes will succeed, not that they might succeed. So just even going in, like knowing, hey, we're already successful, so I don't have to fight to be successful. But in that relationship, navigate through it, get your strength. And and I think it does help set us apart. You know, Colin, you're on Andrew's board, which is really amazing. Andrew Womack Ministries, Colin's the youngest uh, guy on that board. And uh, I really like what he says as well, like when he was starting out, he did run into some challenges, but it actually, the Lord helped use that in his endurance and build that perseverance where look, look what he's able to handle today, right? Yeah. So if we get all that success all at once and we don't have some of these things that we work through, it could really shock us as we continue to grow and take on more responsibility. Yeah, that's exactly right. And again, it's it's easier for us to sometimes um, like place a natural example. Like for instance, you know, my son Carter is 14 and a half and he's starting to lift weights now. Like I, I would never put 400 pounds on the bar on, on a bench press and just let go. Like it, it would break his chest. He's got to start doing it. And, and as he's been lifting weights the last several months, like he he's getting fatigued. And I tell him, Carter, when you get fatigued, like you need to get me an extra rep or two or three I, I can't do it for you though. I can't want it more than you. You're going to have to want it yourself. You're going to have to put in the work, but there's no shortcut in the natural for getting stronger or getting more fit or getting better cardio endurance. Like you just have to work at it. And in the natural, you'd say, yeah, I mean, it'd be like abused to take 400 pounds and put on the bar and then, and then let him have it. Someday though, he might be able to do that himself because he's been through it and he's trained his body and trained his mind and, and, and he's persevered and he's built up endurance it's the same thing in business too. Like a lot of times, like we sometimes think it's like slot machine mentality or lottery ticket mentality. And that's what the money to show up. Like you actually don't like you actually don't like you have to develop the character to maintain it, the skill set to steward it. Um, you don't want to be in a place where, where you make really big mistakes. I've made some really big mistakes like that have cost a significant amount of money multiple times. And, you know, there's mercy for that and there's grace and you can run boldly to the throne of grace, but I don't want to make those mistakes if I can help it. Like I, I want to learn from mistakes, learn from other people's directions and their mistakes. Um, but I want to have the character and the the wisdom to steward what God's given me. And so that's a whole nother concept. But I, I, I pray all the time, like, Lord, um, help me to be ready to steward what you have for me. And I'll, but I'll tell him, like, I don't want it before you want me to have it. Like, I, I believe in for big increase. I'm believing for, for big things. But uh, I don't want a I don't want a financial position before I'm ready. I don't want a speaking opportunity before I'm ready. I don't want a place of influence before I'm ready. I, I, I want to make sure that I have the character to maintain, you know, whatever's put in front of me. And um, I think a lot of times people think like, well, no, just give it to me and I'll figure it out. And again, there's a, there's an element of that. Don't get me wrong, but um, I, I just think there's a there's a lot to be said about about being prepared and realize that when you're starting something or you're building something there's probably going to be a season where it's not that exciting or you might be a little, you know, di disenfranchised with what's happening or, or maybe you got some pretty big challenges you have to persevere through. But the question is this, if, if Jesus was your, was your business partner, which he's should be, you know, what's he going to say about the situation? What's he go, how is he going to respond to the adversity? How is he going to respond to whatever's happening to you? 
And if you get a mentality or a picture of how Jesus would respond or what the Holy Spirit would tell you, you're just going to have a much different perspective on things. Wow, Colin, that is awesome. And uh, I know people listening, our Wealth Builders family that are tuning in are just um, going to be really blessed to hear more from you at this conference. And one of the topics you're going to talk about more is endurance. Uh, you could talk on many things, but I think that is uh, going to be a great session. So I just want to thank you so much, Colin, for joining me. And uh, again, everybody, to hear more from Colin, join us at the Business and Nonprofit Workshop that is coming up in Denver, Colorado, August 18th through the 20th. You can learn more at wealthbuilders.org forward slash event and make sure you use the code WB200. All right, Colin, any final thoughts you want to leave with our Wealth Builders audience today? Yeah, I'm just going to go back to the scripture. You know, keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. I think that's if you can if you can master that skill set, I, I personally believe that you are going to be you're going to be in a really good place. If you're working for someone else, they will see the excellence on you. They'll see the promotion on you. They'll take care of you if you're building your own company. Uh, I believe that it'll it'll go the way that it's supposed to go, and it will work in your favor. Awesome, Colin. Thanks again, and thanks all of you for tuning in each and every week. If you've got friends and family that you think would be blessed by this podcast, please share it with them. We can't wait to see you in August. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Builders Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review the show. You want to learn more about who we are? Visit our website at wealthbuilders.org and check us out on Facebook. We'll see you next time.